Is it okay to talk to your friend throughout an entire concert? No. 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 Larry, thank you for joining us on the episode. (laughs) Thank you for swinging by. We appreciate it. It's great to be here. Who revved you up? I don't know. I'm in a good mood. It's a three-day weekend. Yay, holiday. Thank you, all these soldiers who died. Whoa. It's my first, like, time off that wasn't sick or having or to run to do convention to stuff to where con. i can just sit yeah. on my butt for a three-day weekend i don't have anything significant going on i could go down to momocon <laughs> hi i'm craig and i'm mike and here we are and uh let's let's get our guest involved in this discussion well hello larry hello larry hello how's it going you? i'm awesome <laughs> how are you guys doing i'm <laughs> doing amazing apparently <laughs> Craig's sounds like motorcycle. something. It sounds like something. It sounds like something Beavis would do. You're right. Exactly. He's doing the one thing. Stop it, Beavis. I am Cornolio. I am the great Revolio. My <laughs> that was mostly extra funny. It's, it's too bad this is an audio podcast because it was just Mike's mouth going up and down, going <laughs> looking like a puppet. Like there's no expression to the lips. It's just the mouth is going up, but just the jaws well, going up and down. Well, like how, in the style of the animation. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. <laughs> hey, Larry, how's everything? Oh, good. How's it going with you guys? You guys doing good? Yeah, this is the same as it was a couple minutes ago. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. You got anything going on? What do you mean? I don't know. Uh, Just, you know, a Larry, a short Larry update to start the show. (laughs) Anything new and exciting? I'm going to see Peter Hook and the Like tomorrow. Is that a... Is, is, that that like opera? A... is that an opera? No. Is that a ballet? No. Is that a is stage that like a... production? A theater? Is that Peter theater? Pan Captain Hook no. reference? <laughs> what is that? Wait, wait, is that a band? Yes. You go to see a lot of bands. I do. Your Facebook page is like eighty oh, yeah. percent band shots. <laughs> yes, it is. Larry showed us his his special band calendar that's on I his know. phone in I the know. notes app. Yes. It's okay. Right. What 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 band? This this, this is okay, gonna here we go. Let's this is gonna it. be the feature. What's the band shirt you're we- you're wearing today? Uh, what am I wearing today? Yeah. Oh, Tones on Tail. Yes. Which is a, uh, have you ever heard of Bauhaus? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Peter Murphy. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I thought, well, you, I thought you were talking about the art and architecture movement, but continue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was talking about man. That. Walter Gropius rocks, dude. <laughs> you still remember that crap? Unfortunately. <laughs> I couldn't have pulled that name out of my ass that quickly. <laughs> out of your Walter Gropi ass? <laughs> wah, wah. So, okay. Here we go. So Bauhaus was Peter Murphy, Kevin Haskins, Daniel Ash, and David J. I'll take your word Did for it. Did they Bauhaus... perform in the Weimar style? <laughs> Bauhaus <laughs> broke up. Sorry. Peter Murphy went on to form uh, to do a solo career. 
Uh, Tones on Tail was a short-lived band, which was Daniel Ash, the guitarist from Bauhaus, uh, Kevin Haskins, a drummer for, from Bauhaus, and Glenn Campling, who was a roadie for Bauhaus. I thought you were going to say Glenn Campbell. No, not Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> who played bass for the group. Uh, and then after the Tones on Tail broke up, then David J., the bass player for Bauhaus, came back and rejoined Kevin Haskins and Daniel Ash and formed um, Love and Rockets. Excuse me. They didn't just do like Bauhaus 2 and Bauhaus 3. No, no, no. Much different. Who wrote that song, Tones on Tail? Tones on Tail. That's not Tones a song. Tones on Tail. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's not a song, Mike. Are you talking about Girls on Film? Oh. By Duran Duran? <laughs> yeah. Okay, never mind. That would, be, that would be Duran on Tail. <laughs> no, it's Duran on Duran. Tones on Duran. Anyway, recently, Daniel Ash, the guitarist for Bauhaus and all those bands, and Kevin Haskins, who was the drummer for all those bands, got together with Kevin Haskins' daughter, who's playing bass now, and they formed a group called Pop Tone, and they're touring and doing a bunch of like Love and Rockets and Tones on Tail. Why do the kids always end up playing bass? It was awesome. Wolfgang, Van Halen replaced Michael Anthony in Van Halen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. After they yeah, fired after him, they, yeah. after after Michael Anthony, <laughs> after it became clear to all of us that David Lee Roth wasn't the problem, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that it was in fact Eddie Van Halen who's the giant douchebag. Yes, <laughs> and Alex probably would have quit the band a long time ago, except they're brothers. Right, they have to see each other at Christmas. <laughs> Okay, since we're talking about music, I have to I have to tell you this short uh, dream story. Remember Mike's dreams from a year ago when we did the, the okay, fundraiser sure. thing with the bonus I got a, episodes? I got a dream thing too, but go ahead. Okay, um, this, this is remember how I talked about my um my uh, snooze alarm dreams, like the dreams that I have in between my snooze alarm going off, <laughs> right. the really short ones that don't make any sense <laughs> oh, yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Don't necessarily I get those all the time. Um, relate to each other. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> trying to remember exactly what happened in this dream but uh okay no whatever it was it didn't make any sense no it didn't make any (laughs) sense that's the important (laughs) takeaway from this story oh okay i remember what it was so (laughs) i was um so apparently i was somewhere and violent femmes were there nice they're coming to play soon are they yes and um (laughs) violent femmes of course uh milwaukee probably no are they milwaukee's gano gano are they are they milwaukee's most famous band i would i would say Rock Vems band are playing yeah. with Echo and the Bunny Man on July 18th. I would say they're they, they are the most famous rock style band you know? from Milwaukee. I guess you they're they're rock ish, alternative ish kind of. Sure, in, in they that, were they were right there. Realm. Was that 1983 self titled sure. album? Somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, Violent Femmes is there, and uh, Violent Femmes is Gordon Gano and Brian Ritchie, and then whoever the drummer happens to be that day. Because they've had like five, right? They're like spinal tap. Their they drummers keep up. exploding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Or well, choke, the... choke on other people's vomit. <laughs> Victor Di Lorenzo was that the original drummer? Well, you know what it is. Remember the original drummer came back. You know what right. it is after he left and then and then went away. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> Again, their drummers, their drummers just get tired of carrying around that six piece drum set. Right. <laughs> and when I say piece, I'm including the sticks and the stand. Yeah, it's not. They're. Uh, yeah, they're very the uh, minimalist, right? Acoustic, yeah. stripped down. Um, those wire brush 
things on the drum instead mm-hmm. of the sticks usually. Oh, those are those are two of the other six pieces. Yeah. So it's a drum, a snare, and, a snare, a cymbal, a stand, and two sticks and a two sticks and, a brush. and two two brushes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> well, anyway, I don't know why Violent Femmes was there, but I was I was there with them, and I made the observation that Gordon Gano and Brian Ritchie are like the um lenny and squiggy of milwaukee alternative music okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just show up no 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 think about how what they look like oh okay sure yeah <laughs> yep that's true they kind of yeah because that he, he, gordon gano is there's dark a sh- hair and he's very short there's a and... short and tall discrepancy between the two there's like yep. probably a good foot and height height difference between the two I think uh, close to it. Michael McCann and whoever played Squiggy. David L. Landers. <laughs> <laughs> who played Andrew Squigman. Could uh could could have played those two in, in the Violent Femmes movie that never yeah. got made. They could definitely do that. <laughs> so I'm like, I'd never thought that before, consciously. I had never thought that before. And my dream self came up with that thought. Huh. <laughs> put put those two pairs together. <laughs> Sure. And I woke up like, what? Where did that come from? What? What? I wasn't even listening to Violent Femmes or thinking about the Violent Femmes or watching Laverne and Shirley. I mean, where can you? Where's Laverne and Shirley? Clearly, you wanted to be doing all of those things. Apparently, yeah. I think your, there your needs to be desires. There out. needs to be a reboot of Laverne and Shirley <laughs> with, the, with Violent, Violent Femmes doing the theme song. Schlemiel, <laughs> Schlemazel. Okay, the, if we're gonna reboot, if we're gonna no, no, hold on. If we're gonna reboot, reboot La- La- Laverne and Shirley only with like '80s and '90s alternative music people, <laughs> who plays all, all the other characters? I don't who remember the show that much. <laughs> well, who are Laverne and Sh- there's La- Laverne and Shirley, and there's uh, Laverne's dad. Laverne and Shirley were just friends; they weren't related, right? Yeah, they were just friends. Yes. Okay, so they it's were high not, school friends. It's not um, Laverne's dad, Mister DeFazio, who owned the the bowl of, the pizza bowl, right? Something like that. It yeah, a, it was a pizza parlor slash bowling alley. <laughs> and there was uh, Carmine Ragusa, the big ragu, who was the on again off again boyfriend, who would just bust out into singing and dancing occasionally because Laverne and Shirley was a freaking vaudeville show. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was a vaudeville show. I mean, it was it was a lot of physical comedy. Especially mm-hmm. as the as the show went longer, it became more and more of that. You know, ragu the big ragu would sing and dance, uh-huh. um, and there would like the physical comedy got really over the top, um, at at, at a certain point, and uh, and Lenny and Squiggy were I don't know, there's Lenny and Squiggy, and there was Mrs. Babish, who was the landlady who eventually married Mr. DeFazio. Was that like Alice and Sam? And then they moved, and then they together. <laughs> Yeah, and then they moved to California, and they had like half the half the cast changed. <laughs> Lenny and Squiggy are the only ones that went with them. I don't think Carmine was out there. And then there was Rondo. Is the they the moved busty. to California permanently? They moved. The show was went from Milwaukee to California. The setting of the show for the I last vaguely few seasons. remember that. Why? What was the reason? Do you remember? They did to shake it up. I think Milwaukee at that point, Happy Days had run through. You know, had run it had run its course, and the the, the Milwaukee. Midwestern thing had kind of played out and they wanted to reinvigorate the show. Moving to California was Laverne and Shirley's cousin Oliver. Okay. Or Ted McGinley. 
It was the thing they <laughs> did to try to shark. to try to reinvigorate the show <laughs> yeah. to, to <laughs> generate some interest. It's a Happy Days spinoff. I think we can say jumping the shark. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they were trying to avoid that. They were they were trying right. to invigorate, and they yeah. So let's let's, let's move it. <laughs> what kind of what TV shows? What other TV shows did that where they just up and moved the, the setting? I don't think that happens too often. No. Hmm. Although if 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 Ted McGinley shows up, I mean characters change apartments start, and move. Start home looking for a, start looking for a new job. Yeah, as an completely actor, completely go to completely different settings. Listeners, if you often. think of a TV show where the where they just completely change the setting, not not they got like you know the characters got a new apartment or a new house because they do that on shows all the time to 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 shake up. Like to give it gives the them ways to block the show differently by putting or, them in right, different yeah. locations. Or inexplicably, and... a completely different family, like on Charles in Charge. <laughs> <laughs> but keep the house. Yeah, keep like, the same Char- house. Charles came with the and, house, <laughs> right? The college student who was like a live-in nanny. Nanny. He was yeah. a nanny. Came with the house attached to. The... He was chained into that back bedroom. Speaking <laughs> of nightmares, and dreams. I um I discovered. I decided took the plunge this this past week. For like a, for the last week since last weekend, I think I'm going to stick with it for like a month just to check out what's going on. But there's there's a channel called Sh- Shudder. Okay. It's like a ten dollar a month horror. Sh- Shudder with Shudder. Oh. Okay, yeah. not Shutter as in like a home improvement show. Right. Um. And they this have... week on Shutter, we're putting some shutters on this house here. <laughs> Every... They're not going to function. They're just going to be nailed to the side. Every week, that's all they do is put shutters on the house. Hello. Hello. Thank you for taking the dog away. <laughs> Annoying bastard. The dog, not the wife. <laughs> Good save. <Thank> you. <laughs> um, but they, I noticed that I, I just, I did the one week thing, you know, the free trial. I'm going to go ahead and stick with it for like a month and just watch a few things. But they have a, this is insane. A six-hour and 40-minute documentary called Crystal Lake Memories that is Friday about the... every Friday the 13th production plus the TV. It's it's about the whole series. Oh, it's wow. about the actual whole the thing. actual um, events that occur within the movie. It's about the movies. The plots. It's, 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 sure. Yeah, okay. they, they, you direct, they, they talk to the directors and the cinematographers and the actors and so forth. And they also have... Um, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's effectively the same thing for Nightmare on Elm Street. That's like four hours long, and I'm like, you know, there's like the, the, the Friday the Thirteenth one was like six hours and forty minutes. It's like that's a third of the runtime of all the movies. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you want to watch, if you've ever wanted to watch all of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, but didn't want to sit through all eleven of the Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> movies, technically twelve with the reboot, um, you, you can just watch, watch that thing. six hour thing and, and, and you'll get all the you'll get to see all the good deaths. Someone somebody <laughs> needs to do that with all of the, the the ridiculous number of Marvel movies so that I can go watch Infinity War. Right. But the, the great thing the great <laughs> without thing without having to watch all eight of those movies. Yeah, the great thing about necessary. Nightmare about the Nightmare on Elm Street documentary um is you know they got a lot of the people there to talk about Wes Craven's there and Robert England who played Freddie and Heather Langenkamp who played Nancy and you know actors from all the movies and every so often <clears throat> they kind of pop up with you know like somebody that's kind of surprising because like Alice Cooper plays Freddie's dad in the last one okay. so Alice Cooper is on there to talk because Alice Cooper is a media whore and he's happy to come on and talk at the camera speaking of he's great he's yeah and uh but it's I I had no I mean I I I, tend, I think of myself as kind of knowing my horror movies but I had no idea how seat of the pants that movie series was really the first one was made by New Line Cinema it was the first 
successful New Line Cinema prior to Nightmare on Elm Street was a distribution company and they made a movie and they actually made a few bucks off of it so then they made another one and they made another one and then eventually became what we know New Line Cinema to be um, or you know had had been anyway with the uh, um, the the piece of film with the one thing with the one crooked goes, piece right falls falls <laughs> sideways um and you know because they referred to New Line Cinema as the house that Freddie built mm-hmm. um but I had no idea how seat of the pants it was it was like like right in the middle of one of them there's a writer's strike so they're just making shit up <laughs> as they're filming wow <laughs> really yeah and this is I think that was the if I remember correctly it was the fourth one with fourth one right with Rennie Rennie Harlan who's a like a name director nowadays directed it was his first time ever directing one they they would every time they would get like a new director because they had to get the cheapest director they could because they had no money now surprisingly um they got all these actors to come back for both of those documentary series and Johnny Depp's in the first nightmare yep they didn't get him on oh no (laughs) and Kevin Bacon is in the first Friday is he yeah and they didn't get him to come back. No. Because <laughs> uh. they're too busy. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is too busy remaking Tremors to be bothered to make uh, you know, a one one scene, you know, five minute appearance on a documentary. Did uh, and Johnny buy Depp, Tremors? And Johnny Depp, no, they didn't. He but the point is he's he's <laughs> making his freaking, you know, giant he has, he, earth he slugs worms yeah. movie again and he can't just, you know they, they can't set up a camera in his house for five minutes and <laughs> he can talk about getting a you know, a, a fireplace poker through the chest. Um, Johnny Depp wait, is, didn't that and Johnny get... Depp is too busy off being like just a weirdo doing <laughs> how, you know, every drug imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it's, it's bizarre. Just like how alleged the pants, all of that was like, they had just going off his appearance. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so well, that's Friday the 13th is like half of the movie or those movies is nothing but like shots through windows yeah. as if, you're the the POV of the killer, kind of stalking they do a, they the, do a, the person who's about to be killed, and they that, give you, yeah. a, and it's a bunch of like, and then they they come through the door, and then nothing happens, and they do that enough times that you think, oh, well, this is just the style of it, and then all of a sudden, it it is Jason. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, that's, yeah, that's kind of how I remember them. <laughs> that, that is kind of how they are. I mean, it's all just building the tension. It's just a question of when the kill's going to happen, how it, how it's going to happen, right? Yeah. You know. With Freddie or with Jason, it was always like, okay, what's he going to kill you with? That was the shtick. You know, they just, some some different weapon or different mm-hmm. means of dispatching you. And with Freddie, it was always like, what weird fear thing is he going to do to you? What way is he going yeah, to oh, screw, yeah. screw you up? Creepy nightmare dream scenario. Thing is he, is, is he going to make is he real? he going to pop out of, yeah. He's going to make it real. Sure. And, you know, F you up. <laughs> so, so you watched all this and you had a nightmare? No, I, I'm not talking about my own nightmares. I was just reminded oh, this of is just like that because it's the documentary. It um, you know, you can you can oh, skip through parts it. of it if you start to get bored. You can always just you know zoop forward and like half an hour later, it'll be the next <laughs> the, next, <laughs> the, next, the movie. next movie. Oh, I didn't <laughs> I didn't like this sequel. <laughs> I did that. I did that. I skipped right over six and seven in the Friday yeah. sequence. I watched the uh, the first one. I skipped through most of the second one. I watched the third one because that's the one that was in 3D. So they were all talking about 3D stuff. And then the fourth one is the one where trying to get where Jason gets killed. And then the fifth one is the one um and then i skipped the six and seven <laughs> now that was the three plus hour documentary the, that four the, the nightmare one is around one. the nightmare one is around four hours or so the, okay. the friday the 13th six is six, 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 hours. Six, six hours and 40 minutes Ooh, 640 <laughs> it's a long watch and you have already watched it <laughs> i've watched most of it most of each <laughs> 
at the same time, also then this morning, as of this morning, I finished the final episode of ER. I watched 15 <laughs> seasons of that show over the course of the past Whew. several months. One thing I will point out, um, a number of things. First of all, my takeaways from ER. One, in surgery scenes during the first few seasons, you know, the, the characters are talking to each other. Right. So you're getting, you know, close-ups and face shots and, you know. Um, two for you know two 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 person shots and whatnot, um, and when it's far enough, and when you, whenever you're going to see the quote unquote surgery, it's from the side, and the most you see is bloody gloves and bloody instruments. Sure. By the time you get to the fifteenth season, oh you are camera down straight into that beating heart in this Ugh. open gaping chest cavity <laughs> with a rib spreader pulling it all apart. Every other episode, wow, constantly. <laughs> a lot of open heart surgery there at. Uh... What was what was the Chicago Memorial <laughs> County the, General County General? Uh, and it wasn't it was they would do a lot of what is called a thoracotomy, which is just opening the chest. It's not like the crack the rib or the crack the sternum open it's, for open it's heart spread surgery. The ribs it's they, they make an incision and they spread the ribs because the ribs are are kind of very, very flexible. Bendy. Right. And they would open that up in order to get that, get at the heart of the lungs or whatever. To, to repair yeah, things, sure. yeah. And sometimes it was drain in surgery. Some fluid or oh, the draining is nothing. They never cut you open to drain something. Oh, that's something. true. They just, they just jab a. Giant <laughs> how many? How many times? Rubber tube, tube in, in the side. <laughs> how of many you? times did I see somebody get a chest tube, as yeah. they call it? How many times? You know, can I? Can I call out? You know, CBC Chem Ten. <laughs> All the tests that they want to get. And a talk screen. Yeah. <laughs> Portable chest. <laughs> There's Chem 7, Chem 10, Chem 13, and Chem 20. Those, that's the number of different chemical tests that are done. Anyway. Larry's, um, Larry's playing with also, the Also, for those of you who only know John Stamos from Full House. He was on ER. He is in the, the final several seasons of ER, and he is a fine actor. Yeah, that's the, I, I seem to remember that, yeah. 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 Um, also... Um, as the show goes on, it becomes, it's still very much, there's still a lot of doctor stuff that happens. Lots of patients and, you know, because on, on procedural shows like that, it's the patients, it's the actors that play the patients that carry the show. They're the ones who have to give the, you know, like, oh my God, I'm dying performance. They're the one who have to be grieving uh-huh. for the, per, you know, for the loved one who's going into surgery or whatever, or who, who just passed. Um, but I'll say, you know. There was a little bit of like, you know, interpersonal this and that and some romance and, you know, character, whatnot, you know, hookups and whatnot early. And then as you go along, it becomes more and more soap opera-y. By the mm-hmm. time you get, by the time you get to like the last season or so. Everyone I'm, has f- everyone else. Kinda. <laughs> it's, it's Grey's Anatomy, basically. It's the, te- it's the beginning of Grey's Anatomy. It's the prequel. <laughs> um, and, but I found myself, there's a doctor on there. There's a doctor character who's in the last half of the show. Um. Um, named uh, Doctor Neela Rigostra. Rigostra. It's an Indian name. Yeah, she's British, but she's of Indian descent. Sure. Um, and she's she starts out like you know she's like a fourth year med student or an intern to start with, and by the time we you know the show is done, she's an, she's a you know multi year you know, third or fourth year resident. Yeah, she she's going to she's going to become an attending. One right. of my favorite characters from the last few seasons. Right, and I'll tell you, man, there is not a single person in that hospital who didn't have the hots for for Neela. Not a single one. Every everybody single, wanted her. Everybody wanted to get her. Really, <laughs> she had so many startup and then failed relationships in the last five seasons of that show. Oh my god! 
including woman woman relationships. Like there's an episode where she, oh, boy. They're, at, they're at a wedding and one of the there's there's been this 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 secondary well tertiary character who's been in a few scenes with her and and has clearly has like some sort of affection for her. Mm-hmm. And then like at the at the wedding when everybody's drunk, she comes up sure. and just plants one on her and kisses her. <laughs> Does she kiss back? Not really. She oh, just okay. kind of looks at her like and, and that's the moment where I went like, yep, everybody loves Neela. <laughs> everybody loves Neela. Riscotra, that's her name. Oh, okay. um, always throws me off because the S comes before the G for, someone's in, for some reason I wanted to be Rogastra. Hmm. But um, yeah. So yeah, I watched that. Cool. <laughs> now I've got to find, find another good show that, you know, it's like an older show that's got a lot of seasons that I can just kind of plink my way through. Congratulations. In the background. Finishing. Way too long. Before we uh, get it's quite get, an accomplishment. Yeah. To uh, <laughs> news time. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. We have like there's so much stuff to talk about. Like <laughs> screw news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's break the format some more, like we did last week with James. Uh, of course. Did you listen to that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Of course. So I did. um, there was about <clears throat> there was more than half an episode worth of stuff that happened before we actually started recording. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, James would not stop talking. We let me. <laughs> Doesn't sound anything like James. Wait, yes. <laughs> when when I go back through and and I do two two passes with the editing, I do a visual edit where I look for basically I'm looking for pauses that are too long, like that one just before there that I'll trim and make shorter. Gotcha. <laughs> and um, and would have been seamless if you hadn't pointed it out just now. But then it wouldn't have been Nerdburger either. <laughs> so. Uh, Breaking the fourth wall of the podcast, if that's possible. Um, <laughs> wow, how could we... Can we figure out a way to break break a fourth wall within a fourth wall? Like on Deadpool? That's like 16 walls. <laughs> I watched that again. Because I was bored. <laughs> and it was... Well, it was, on, it was on FX, and it was practically unedited. I mean, there were... It, I don't, couldn't pick out a point where it, anything got actually cut out. Okay. Because it was on late enough okay, at night. Okay, let's find out if it got edited. Was there the pegging scene? The pegging? Yeah, there's a scene where she's given it to him. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. I think I might have turned it on after that. I might have only seen... <laughs> I, I'm guessing... Now, admittedly, it's not graphic or anything. No, they just show him but... making... Like, ooh! Yeah. Faces and yeah, like, noises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's called pegging, huh, Craig? <laughs> I read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's your explanation. So, um, and then I go through and I listen to the whole thing afterwards, and that's right. when I find most of the bad swears and bleep stuff out. Right. Sure. And pick out what what the cold open's gonna be in the episode title. And so but I listen to all of the Frankenberger material when we're recording before. Uh-huh. And sometimes after and never in between since we don't pause the recording anymore because we have a good halfway mixer. decent equipment. Um, <laughs> and I write down all of the different topics that are discussed in the Frankenberger portion of the show for later reference in case we ever get to it. And since 270, we're probably never going get to get to this. I would just <laughs> like to read to you. the. This is by far and away the longest list ever in the history of me keeping track of Frank Frankenberger topics. topics. Things we talked about before with, we started, with officially James, started the episode. During the 34 minutes that we oh, recorded <laughs> with James before the proper start of the episode. So, um, annoying Skype problems. Mother-in-law and Anne. Birds. Newman. <laughs> yeah, we talked Seinfeld. about Newman. Uh, uh, funny Skype sequence. 
parenting with Anne. James explains Frankenberger to Anne. <laughs> Home warranty repairs. Spying on Anne's mom. There's a lot of Anne stuff going on. Yeah. James assumes we've started recording. <laughs> Anne assumes we haven't changed since college. <laughs> Mostly true. Keep in mind, yeah. everybody. Keep in mind, everybody. Larry and Mike have known each other. Larry, Mike, and James have known each other for quite a while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Old people's faces. <laughs> Jack's Cheeto shirt. I heard something about that in the podcast. <laughs> Cheeto fingers. Jack Cheeto doesn't shirt. know how to clean his fingers off after eating Cheetos and Doritos. You lick them. You lick your fingers. Yes. That's like. That's powdered gold. That's what you do. And the yeah. best thing you about don't let that go to waste. And the best thing about the the Cheeto finger is, it lasts for a while. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can lick yeah. for a long time. <laughs> it's kind of like an ever everlasting Cheeto finger <laughs> stopper opper. Um, but it's it's funny because James likened himself to a gobstopper. Um, <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, James suggests that we start the show. That's the end. But going back to funny Skype sequence, since we're probably never going to hear any of this, um, Craig suggested I we do this as a bonus feature. So here you go. Oh, okay. Kind of dinosaur killed Newman. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Oh, now it's now it's bad again. It's like a video call. <laughs> nope can we make this a bonus feature (laughs) this is going to be its own frankenburger episode audio call no 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 i can hear you well that's great <laughs> We're halfway there. Can you record this? <laughs> All right, how about now? No. What did you do before that made it good? Oh. <laughs> All right, now. No. Nope. <laughs> Should I try calling you this? No. <laughs> Hello. How about now? Yes. How about now? That's it. You can hear me? Yeah. I don't even, I'm not even using the headphones. Weird. All right. Well, does it matter? It actually sounds better now than it did before. So. All right. Fine. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) It felt so much longer when it was happening. (laughs) It's only a minute and 37 seconds <laughs> it felt like 10 minutes of trying to get him to get his skype to work properly classic james <laughs> now see that right there is classic comedy because it was it was the the only thing that would have made it better is if we had there had been one more iteration of him calling saying now and you saying no and then starting to speak again and then he drops you because you had to have, you did that twice where right. you were get, well maybe if you oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. you needed three of those the rule of yeah, three sure you needed sure. one more all right james work on that for next time <laughs> and i i figured out because i thought about this after the fact too is like james is military guy yes. and he is a major he has gotten to his position by doing things Getting the job done, solving problems. Yes. So he was not having any like Mike was getting ready to suggest doing something, right. and Mike's like, I'm, nope. James like, 
you know, beep, and then I'm on it. Click, click. He drops it and goes back to doing, you know, he's going to solve that. Right. He'd hang up, he'd do whatever, and then immediately call back. Like, he is getting this job done, because that's James' style. <laughs> like, I tried to ask him, what did you do before that worked? And oh. he'd already hung up. Right. <laughs> what did you do a year ago? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, earlier in the in the that's in that, true the original Skype problems the the first anno- the annoying Skype problems. So oh, for wrong. the record, I'm going to point this out because at the very beginning of that clip, you heard me saying what dinosaur oh. killed Newman. <laughs> yes. For the record, if you go to Google and you type in what dinosaur killed New, it fills in Newman, Newman for, for you. you. No way. <laughs> Was it Dilapa something? Dilophosaurus. Look it up. Was it Dilophosaurus? That sounds. That right. sounds like it might have been it. I suppose I could just check real quick. <laughs> so anyway, James mentioned uh, something, and and we we're supposed to ask you about Leisure Olympics. Uh, yes, the Leisure Olympics. I do remember the Leisure Olympics. Um, yes, uh, basically. Dilophosaurus. It was things you could do Golfing, while drinking beer. bowling. Yeah, basically anything you do while <laughs> drinking beer, and for me, smoking cigarettes. Um, so yeah, uh, we I do remember discussing Leisure Olympics, uh, but at this point, I'm pretty sure that I would destroy James's face in any kind of Leisure Olympic uh, activity because you know I do play pool, bowl, golf, and play darts while James is doing nothing but like running and lifting weights. So you know he's way <laughs> behind. <laughs> You're going to school on I'm going to throw the gauntlet down. <laughs> Wasn't there like... And challenge James. <laughs> Nerdburger challenge. Leisure Olympics. James, come visit. Didn't didn't you and James go running one morning and you like smoked him? That was a like, long time ago when, yeah. In your 20s? No, no. It was when we were up here, when we were living in uh, Marietta. But like James and Chris and I used to run together and... uh yeah, but he was like... That was when I was running, you know, quite a bit. Oh, you actually were running, right? Because yeah, he yeah, makes yeah, it yeah, sound yeah. like Larry just, like, put out a cigarette and then and then ran... Well, I probably did put out a cigarette. Ran circles around <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, we decided to, like, go for, like, a 10-mile run or something like that day. <laughs> it was longer than we had normally done it, but I, I beat them both. I would, so, like you to, I would like you to snip out the portion of what you just said that is that is just this part. Larry just put out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that's got to yeah. be a hot button. <laughs> we never do those. We say we're going to yeah, do that. And it doesn't, we just did it that one time with Jim. <laughs> he said something about, uh, I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> we sent it to him. <laughs> he knows we have it. <laughs> yeah, Jim said something. It's our, it's our leverage. Jim said something he shouldn't have. <laughs> And now it lives forever in a folder marked <laughs> bribery, extortion. <laughs> Are we going to talk about stuff? We got anything else? Um, yeah, we, you want to do news? Sure. No? Okay. I know. What's news, Craig? Oh, my. For the last five years or so, the campus of Columbia, Columbia's, the, the, the country, Columbia's Diversified Technical Education Institute of Monterey Asanare. Okay. Okay, so at this That's school, at this, at this uh, technical institute, it has been home to a black dog named Negro. Uh-oh. No, it's, calm down. 
Negro <laughs> Which is, is just Spanish for black. black. Sure. It's like naming the dog mm-hmm. Blackie. Yeah. Is this the one that buys? Calm down, calm down. Uh-huh. I know it. <laughs> he, serves as, he serves as a guardian of sorts, keeping watch over things as students go about their studies. Technically, he doesn't do any of that stuff, I'm sure, but they, th- they like to think so. However, he is cared for by the school's faculty who provide him with food, water, attention, and a safe place to pass the night. He basically, he's the school's dog. He's the school's pet. Sure. But he, um, being at an, edu- an institute of higher learning, has learned something <clears throat> from watching the students. Uh-oh. He has witnessed the students taking green pieces of paper to a counter where he often gets his treats and giving the green pieces of paper over, or, and, or some color, whatever color Columbia has, and getting things in return. Yeah. So Negro... Money-colored paper. Negro yeah. went out into the yard and snatched a green leaf... <laughs> and took it inside and up to the counter and now he pays for his food yep. with leaves <laughs> with <Yep>. leaves <laughs> that's hilarious i thought you were gonna say he's I've stealing money out of people's pockets no, <laughs> no. <laughs> seen the video he grabs a leaf and he's very he's uh very polite as well he, he's, he's, he waits he's, his turn yeah, he stands in line he pays patience he stands there and he waits and waits and then like when and then he gets, turn, up, he gets like, up up you know up on two Two, uh, back two legs with his front paws up on there, and he hands off the hands the leaf, and he gets and his, then he gets his cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a good dog? Who's a good dog? Who's a good capitalist dog? <laughs> Understands the value of a leaf. <laughs> Mike, what's news? Uh, Lake Worth, Florida. Uh, remember the the tsunami the tsunami warning? Was that in Hawaii? It was before the it was erupting. There's a volcano. They had a fake tsunami Maybe. warning that went out on everyone's phone and freaked everyone out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was Hawaii. Yes. And it was just like mm-hmm. you know, somebody hit send instead of the test button. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody did this in Florida, except it was uh, it was very deliberate. They sent out a uh, zombie alert. <laughs> Power outage and zombie alert for residents of Lake Worth and Terminus. Mm. There are now far less than 7,380 customers involved due to extreme zombie activity. (laughs) So the zombies are eating the people without power, so there are less people without power. Get it? (laughs) Restoration time uncertain. Yeah, they're... Officials are investigating the it's, alert. It's Florida. Are they sure that these just aren't really old people? <laughs> <laughs> Out for a walk on Sunday? Hey, my parents live in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do for the record. When I get really old and wrinkly, you're just gonna I'm going gonna, gonna, like to go, never go outside so I get really pale. And then, like, Don't you once, do that now? Once a week, yeah. Well, extra pale. <laughs> I, I actually have to walk to and from my car uh, multiple times a day now. Um, yeah, I don't have to do that. And uh, <laughs> and I'll uh, and then I'll go out and I'll, I'll pretend to be a zombie. I'll get myself <laughs> killed. Zombie alert! Speaking of ER and surgery rooms, did you hear the news about the lady that uh, is getting sued? Because she took multiple videos of herself like dancing and singing oh, the, over people. Is it a plastic surgeon? Out. Isn't that here? Didn't that happen here? I don't know where it happened. It's a pl- I think it's a plastic surgeon. Yeah. And there's people that are like under, you oh, know, under anesthesia. Out, yeah. Under anesthesia. And she's like dancing and like doing lip sync stuff. Yeah. You thought, you think them, the, the, the dinosaur them. puppet yeah. National Guard oath was bad. Yeah. She was actually cutting people open on the videos. Yes. She was like dancing around and singing and doing, you know, yeah, surgery. So, yeah. Having a, having a scalpel party. Yeah. Jeez. Like super 
she's got like all these malpractice suits against her. Good. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, Good. Blah, blah. Uh, yeah. That is a self-policing <laughs> problem. Yep. <laughs> her, uh, her insurance take a, company. Take a that, video uh, of yourself. Her liability that? insurance yeah. company is like, oh, shit. Yeah. Good. <laughs> that takes care well, of that. We're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. No medical insurance company is ever going to go bankrupt. Not in this country. Yeah, it's liability insurance. Yeah. Either one of them. <laughs> oh, boy. What else have we got here? Bree Burns built a uh, working pinball machine from Legos. Really? Yup. Pinball machine? It's made up of more than 15,000 Lego bricks, multiple Mindstorms NXT brains working in unisorms, uniform, unison steel caster balls borrowed from a Mindstorms kit. They're all the pieces. What is a Mindstorm? Mindstorms are the like the Lego kits that are like that make like robot things. Okay. They're, like they're oh, motorized. Okay. And... I was going to say how'd you get a Lego Oh, so it's ball? like it's like the the Lego version of an Erector set. It's it's the little it's the little much, electric motor. It's much much but a lot more much better. <laughs> oh, and better, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's you know. Um, plus, lights later. and motors repurposed from a bunch of other sets. Initially uh, set out to build the project for ex- exhibition at the Lego Fan Conference BrickCon in October of last year, and it's just grown and grown. It's a whole little space theme. Got it's got the little you know the old the old school space dudes with the helmet with that that would, that would always crack. Oh yeah uh, yeah yeah at the chin strap area. Uh huh. Um, and it's all it says spaceship on the side with an exclamation <laughs> point, and it's got a big smiling space guy with a helmet on, and um, it's got the uh, like the planet with the the. The, the spaceship that's flying around it with the zoom trail behind it um, up on the screen. And yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole working is it like pinball machine, full size pinball machine. Um, like... It's smaller than a regular pinball okay. machine, but it, you know, but it has, you know, multiple bumpers and right. sensors and all that kind of stuff. And it will, it will, it will, it'll, it'll rack your points. That's super sweet. All the interior, cool. all the internal pieces. How much did this cost? Oh, uh, <laughs> 15,000 Lego bricks. Plus all the, Pieces and parts, and lots of sets. lots of parts, lots of sets that that they he right. or she, I guess, I'm not sure about the the first name, um, that they bought. Um, I'm sure you know, like you know, five of this set just to get right. these two just pieces, two pieces yeah. from each of them. Yeah. <laughs> has all these extra pieces just lying over there. Well, what can I build with these? Two hundred and three hundred estimated as two hundred to three hundred hours working on the project. Kind of lost track apparently, but it's pretty slick. <laughs> Oh, body transplant update. Oh, yeah. Head, head transplant. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, you got it right. Body transplant. Yeah, I said body transplant. Very good. It is a body transplant. Uh-oh. <laughs> now the dog's going nuts. Did you give him coffee? <laughs> Who's a good dog? Who's a good dog? Who's a good dog? Are you, you taking off? Okay. Bye. Bye. Can you shut the door, please? Otherwise, he'll just follow you. Slam it behind her. <laughs> scare the wife. Your wife. I don't want to say this. Scare the wife. Sounds like I'm talking about. Where'd she go? My wife. Oh, no. Oh, puppies. Oh, who's a sad dog? Oh, well, look at that giant treat you have. Why don't you eat that? <laughs> <laughs> what else we got, everybody? Zero attention span. Well, no, no. Body <laughs> transplant update. Oh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Our favorite. Um, it, the, <laughs> This article refers to his, him as Italian scientist, Sergio Canavero. He's a scientist. <laughs> he's he's a and he's Italian. So la- when when last we left Sergio and the body transplant story, the uh, 
Russian dude with the uh, body wasting disease had mm-hmm. yeah. backed out. Didn't he back out? He yeah, finally yeah, yeah. realized that yeah, this, yeah, this is, is not, a good, not a good idea. idea. <laughs> yeah. There are oh, there are other things we can do for me. The yeah. guy who's a like billionaire, right. he's a he's a billionaire. The the guy in the wheelchair. Oh yeah, yeah. Apparently, anyway. So uh, yeah, so now um, Sergio has uh, teamed up with Xiaoping Ren, a Chinese surgeon, and they're. Um, He's the guy that is doing body transplants and and and, and head grafting onto animals, okay. including dogs. That's right. <laughs> Watch out. Behave. Um, send you to China. Yikes. And um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> and it's they they haven't done anything. They're just saying so. We're, wait, we're we're gonna do something. The body wasting billionaire guy is hooked up with a different doctor. No, no, no. He's out. He's okay. He's he being treated for his condition. <laughs> he's okay. not going to get a, a. He's not going to have his head sewn onto another body. So the uh, Italian head doctor is now teamed up with a Chinese up head with doctor. Another doctor, okay, who has been doing this with animals, monkeys, uh, and rats, and dogs, and because um, you know you can get away with that in China. China. Makes me think of Mars Attacks. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sarah huh. Jessica Parker's <laughs> head on the Chihuahua body. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. That's my uh, impression of their heads exploding yes. inside their little, their little space helmets. Due because they're the, listening to, due to the yodeling. <laughs> was it yodeling? Well, it was like that. Well, it wasn't yodeling, but it was that, you know, that song. That weird, yeah, that weird music. Sounds kind of yodely. What's his, what's his name's grandma <laughs> had oh. at the old folks' home. So anyway, the Chinese doctor, um, they interview him a lot in this, and, and he says that uh, it's, it's really about finding the right donor body. A brain-dead donor can save several people, so they would not be a good candidate. But we can use, he says, we can use a different kind of strategy. The donor body could serve as a chassis. For instance, implanting the organs of the head's original body or growing new organs in a lab. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. mad scientist crap. If it wasn't <laughs> oh, before, it is now. <laughs> Holy crap. No doubt, right? Yeah. Now they're <laughs> talking about taking a dead body. When you're body. talking about the, the body transplant thing, that's crazy. That's like, whoa. But now you're going to like... We're just gonna we're gonna bring the shell of the body over here, and we're gonna right, put because, your bits inside right. of it. Oh, right, because uh, because it's not it's not ethical to just take a whole body full of good organs and stick someone's head on it when that dead body could have saved uh, numerous up, up people, to tw- up to twenty people. Um, which which the article points out is a medical version of the trolley problem. And on the track ahead of you are five workmen that you will run over. Now, you can steer to another track, but on that track is one person you would kill instead of the five. What do you do? Do we know anything about the people? Like, is one of them an ex-boyfriend? Or that snooty girl from Rite Aid who was always silently judging my purchases? It's like, yeah, chicky, a baby Ruth and birth control. I see the irony. Keep a swiping. You don't know 
any of the workers. Okay, well then that's easy. I switch tracks. Kill one person instead of five. But this is hard, because the only trolley I've ever been on is James Franco's ironic trolley. It travels backwards from his penguin grotto to his garage of adult tricycles. <laughs> <laughs> um, kill one, say five. Good, but there's a lot of other versions of this. Like, what if you knew one of the people? Does that change the equation? Or what if you're not the driver, you're just a bystander? Or let's throw the trolley out altogether. Let's say you're a doctor and you can save five patients, but you have to kill one healthy person and use his organs to do it. But that's not the same thing. <laughs> Why not? It's still choosing to kill one person to save five, isn't it? Michael, you've been kind of quiet. What do you think about all this? Well, obviously, the dilemma is clear. How do you kill all six people? <laughs> so I would dangle a sharp blade out the window to slice the neck of the guy on the other track <laughs> as we smoosh our five main guys. And he has a diagram. Oh, I did the thing again, didn't I? Yeah. Ten more, buddy. People good. People good. Why is that so hard to remember? It's pretty good on this blackboard like Bart Simpson. What is it? Good. Good. <laughs> Watch the good place, everybody. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious that whoever wrote that article on CNBC.com is a fan of <laughs> the good place and knew to link that YouTube video. Way to go, dude. Anything else, anybody? Go ahead, Mike. You said you had a pile of news. Oh, no, it was all that other stuff that we talked about at the beginning. But I do have news. A Portland, Oregon woman claims that her Amazon Echo device all of a sudden recorded a private conversation between her and her husband and then sent it to a friend of theirs. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, Amazon dug into this, and, and this is their explanation. Echo woke up due to a word in background conversation sounding like Alexa. Then the subsequent conversation was heard as a, quote, send message request. This is a random conversation between this woman and her husband. Uh, at which point, Alexa said out loud, to whom? At which point, the background conversation was interpreted as a name in the customer's contact list. <laughs> Alexa then asked out loud, so-and-so, right? Alexa then interpreted back background conversation as, right. As unlikely as this string of events is, we are evaluating options to make this case even less likely. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Alexa's like, not perfect. <laughs> the whole 10,000 monkeys and typewriters thing, but enough people use these things, something like this is going to happen. Right. right, and all the all the times that Alexa works just fine and nothing weird happens don't get reported. <laughs> yeah. That one does, like right alongside of the, uh, uh, I heard a story recently about some parrot. Somebody has a parrot. Parrots can mimic speech, right? Uh. And the parrot has taken, has the parrot has heard the family members tell Alexa to turn off or on the lights uh -huh. enough times that now the parrot will just do that <laughs> whenever it damn well pleases. <laughs> Middle of the night. <laughs> turn on the lights. <laughs> Middle of the day, all the lights are off. The parrot will turn the lights on. More medical news? Yeah, I've heard that parrots are a real problem with Alexa, that there have been orders placed and all that kind of stuff, oh, too. Yeah. There's, that kind of story pops up every, now often, every, every so often. Yeah, Go ahead. Um. I'm going to go get a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> a major new analysis by Britain's leading leukemia expert 
has concluded a deadly chain of events is set in motion when susceptible children are not exposed to enough germs to prime their immune system at an early age. Without sufficient immunity, vulnerable youngsters uh, catch even a uh, relatively harmless virus like the flu. Relatively. The immune system malfunctions, creating far more infection-fighting white blood cells than needed, causing leukemia. This is the whole get out and play and shove dirt in your mouth and helicopter parents you're gonna give your kids cancer now <laughs> now it's you're giving you're giving them cancer by <laughs> sheltering them and keeping them inside and bleaching everything now don't get me wrong i don't have kids for that very reason right i hate grabbing onto surfaces like in the kitchen where things are supposed to be clean and everything's sticky like at my sister's house. And that's why we don't hug. <laughs> even even when he wears his hugging shirt. They're all hugging shirts. They're all hugging shirts. All hugging they're all shirts. Hugging I know. <laughs> so yeah, now it's killing kids, giving them cancer. Way to go. jeez. Oh, Get out there and uh, let your kids play in the dirt and eat dirt and bugs and worms. and I mean, how do we eat fried worms? Come on, that's like the best book. <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> best no oh, one of them <laughs> ready to be crushed by ready to have emotionally your, your, psychologically your un- physically psychologically emotionally okay. ready to have your entire world crumble around you i don't know swedish meatballs are not from sweden are turkish <laughs> no! they are based on a recipe king charles the 12th brought home from turkey in the early 18th century they are Turkish. Huh. Which begs the question, why aren't they made from Turkey? <laughs> no, it, no, it does not. <laughs> and also, I used the phrase begs the question improperly. Did you? But I don't care because language is malleable and fluid, and that's what it means now. <laughs> so, if, if... Yeah, for sure, from Sweden. <laughs> Help me with my boot sack. <laughs> But dear, those are leader <laughs> Yeah, for sure. From, from Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> oh, no more damn jerky beef. <laughs> so if you're at Ikea mm-hmm. at nighttime mm-hmm. with a full moon, do you get to enjoy Turkish delight on a moonlit night? Oh, God. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what Turkish delight is, but sure, if you want to call it that, go for it. Okay. <laughs> so tiny little meatballs covered in brown sauce came from Turkey, not Sweden. Okay. Good to know. Destroyed me. I'm crushed. That really crushed you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what's, I mean, I don't know what's real anymore. Yeah. Are Euros Greek or are they Mediterranean? I don't know. <laughs> are they called in, Medi- in, in if they're Mediterranean? Are they called shawarma or or donor? I don't know. I can't, I don't know. Everybody just keeps mixing up all these words <laughs> on purpose. How do I know what I'm getting when I order? You don't. I don't really. Life is a crapshoot. It's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, no, you 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 don't know what you're gonna get with anything. It's just life's a garden. That's dig it. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> Joe Dirt. <laughs> well, it's from <laughs> a lot of stuff. But... <laughs> that was the wow. last funny thing David Spade ever did. <laughs> it's the first funny thing David Spade ever did. Ooh. That's not true. He was in Tommy Boy, and he was really funny. He was very funny in Tommy Boy. 
everybody's very t- funny in Tommy Boy. Actors who weren't in Tommy Boy were Are very funny, funny in, in Tommy, Tommy Boy. It's <laughs> a great movie. It's the only... Was that Brian Dennehy's last like, role? I don't know or if it was his last one, but it was it. among the last ones, yeah. He was, uh, he was good. Oh, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my news. That's about it. Larry, what do you have to talk about? Uh, oh, I have, a, I have another thing. Here. It's not really news. Never mind, Larry. Sorry. I do have oh, a correction ahead, to make, ahead. which we already talked <laughs> Don't about. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? You, you Who cut am I him talking off, to now? You cut him off and slammed him down and told him to shut up, but made it look like it was my fault. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Screw oh. you, Craig. Well, I'm, doing, I'm doing it without even thinking now. Five years plus? Yeah, ten, yep. ten years ago, Mike used to have to plan for moments like that. <laughs> he would have an outline, diagrams. No, it just happens. I'd go over it for hours in my war room. You'd run it past Allison. <laughs> you think this will work? Yeah, you'd workshop it with you'd sure. all those friends. <laughs> uh, my, every friend other yeah. than me <laughs> would come over. <laughs> I'd get out all the whiteboards and the dry erase markers and... You'd have, a big, town. You'd, have, you'd have a big murder wall yeah, of pictures yeah. of me with string with yarn, all, the, all the different color colors of yarn. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Larry, go ahead. What were you going to talk about? <laughs> I was just going to say, correction, Andy, when he was on, said that when he came to visit me at Barley Garden, that oh. I left without <laughs> saying goodbye. <laughs> Not true. I was upstairs. Fact and check when I false. Came, when I came down... They had already left. So they left without saying goodbye. Oh. Correction. <laughs> Burn. That's. Suck it, Andy. That's also. That's. Go ahead. Last uh, episode, you guys <laughs> talked about like zebra uh, diseases. Like, think. If you hear hoof prints behind you, think If you horses, hear hoof beats, not, think horses, not, not zebras. zebras. Yeah. It's talk. It, that's like a term used like for diseases. Yeah, like when doctors, you know, well, it's sniffling. The, the general, cold, blah, blah, blah. right? The general term is Occam's razor. Is right. like you, when you presented with evidence, assume it is the thing that it is most likely. Don't right. assume the weird right. thing. I have like, a, like the differential diagnosis on house when yeah. they're when they're workshopping with their whiteboard <laughs> trying to figure out what crazy thing this is, and they never look at the obvious thing. It's lupus. I have a friend who uh it's never lupus except for that one time in the 60s for a genetics <laughs> company called Gene DX and that's all they deal with is zebra diseases. Their little What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a little How zebra, many that's zebra what they diseases call it. are there? There's lots and like yeah, it's called Gene DX and their little their logo is like a zebra. They have all these little zebras. There's a little zebra on on the dashboard of my car that I got from him. Oh, oh cool. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it. When you say yeah. zebra diseases, what do you mean? Like the diseases you that are very super rare. Okay, that, I, thought that you were, I thought we were talking about no, diseases. Not, not that diseases zebras that zebras get. get no. <laughs> okay, so having to do with Occam's super rare diseases, right. they call zebra diseases because right. of this thing that, like, yeah, like because Craig of mentioned. That, because like, of that quote, you can he can do like a test on you, and they do all these testing, and they can tell you when you're going to die and what you're going to die from, blah blah blah, whatever. So pretty interesting that they deal with these zebra diseases. They didn't have to look that Did up. they never mention zebra diseases on ER? In all those fifteen Maybe. seasons, they well, they never called. I don't think they ever called them that. I might have missed it. You know, I don't remember everything perfectly, but they do. They do have the occasional really weird, um, something that shows up that like somebody happens to, you know, have a, you know, a good catch, good catch, Neela, good catch, good catch, Doctor Carter. Right. You know, like somebody p- picks up on some little thing that nobody Mighty else noticed. Detail, yeah. That means, oh, it's not this thing over here. It's this thing over here. And if you were, if you would have gone in there to treat the thing you thought it was, you would have killed them. <laughs> That's always what it yeah, would be. Yeah. 
How many um, times a season does that happen? Like once. That scene. That scene. Not just, a lot. just once. Yeah. yeah. Not. It's not. It's not House. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, 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 the the characters spend too much time banging each other to have that uh, happen too often during the season. <laughs> that makes sense. No, this. I mean, ER banging, is, banging or pegging. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> did that happen on ER? There's a. Kind of a secondary character who's gay. He's in a long-term relationship. That doesn't we mean anything. That. It yeah. doesn't have to be. Deadpool proved that. They That's true. To. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think uh, we never had any talk of whether uh, Linda Cardellini pegged John Stamos. I don't know. <laughs> you know, did <laughs> the brother, the brother-in-law? Although on, that's kind of hot. The brother-in-law <laughs> on Weeds got or or, or had, was dating that girl that wanted to peg him with the enormous thing. Yeah. Right. Um, that was pegging, right? That was Yael. The, was her name? Jew, the Jewish the, girl. The, the Jewish, like the like Israeli. Israeli Jewish, right? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Like, right. Not half Jew. No, not part Jewish. She was full Jew. <laughs> <laughs> she was. So she, she was Israeli. Because yeah, yeah, that was her. Because and he got weirded out by it, and and she broke up with him because he wasn't like you know manly enough to be able to take this take like that. comically yeah. large was, Dildo. It, was it black Strap too on. it might yeah. have been but the great part about that the great part about that for the fans of the show that watched it all the way through is like oh about, i didn't, about I, didn't every, I haven't yet i never I this never isn't this it. isn't okay. given anything away every like a, every other season something will happen and he'll go i miss yael <laughs> like something will remind him of her and he's oh <laughs> wistful <laughs> oh uh it's funny that you bring up andy and 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 your clarification uh-huh what was the you said it was a correction andy correction. has something that's more of a clarification than a correction okay. he okay. emailed us he andy listens to the show but he's behind by a few weeks mm-hmm. um he says almost exactly at the 50 minute mark of episode 263 <laughs> so he's like eight, <clears throat> seven weeks behind um <laughs> when michael is talking about watching smallville on hulu craig mentions that he quote just wants to see chloe chloe equals allison mack that's why i sent the email oh. about what she's gotten involved in <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that the email that brought the show down <laughs> d- d- destroyed the, the fun and frivolity we were having <laughs> in episode 268 so i guess he's only three weeks behind now <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> oh boy Thanks, Andy. I'm all cut up. Um, I got a saw a little picture here. Do you of want the... me to get up and pat you on the back? Yes. <laughs> Do it with a. Can I get a cookie, please? Here, I'll, I'll oh, thank you, thank you. The seven deadly sins. Uh, <laughs> good boy, Larry. You took a boy. <laughs> the seven deadly sins of the internet. Do you want a chew toy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seven it's got, deadly. It's sins? got bull pizzle in it. No, actually, I don't know what I don't know what it is. It's not that. It's uh like a injection molded formed uh, alligator shape. Yes, the, I have the, no idea what it's the made seven out of. deadly sins of the internet. Of the internet, the seven websites okay. that correspond most closely with the oh, seven deadly sins. This is not uh, things people do on the internet that correspond. It's actual websites. Seven websites, popular websites. Okay, well, that por- correspond. Is Pornhub one of them? Um. Well, guess what lust is? It's not Pornhub. <laughs> it's not porn. Pornhub. I don't know what no. it is. No. Think think first person more. Think like you're actually involved, not just watching a thing. Tinder. That's uh, a website? I thought that was an app. Okay. Oh, now the lines are completely blurred. It's it's 
gyros and donor all over again. Apps and websites might as well be the same thing. It's an, in, an internet thing. Let's just call it that. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, Larry, what's what's the right site for or app? Internet thing. Whatever. For gluttony. Come on. Uh, this is really easy. Yelp. Why do we have you on? Okay, there we go. <laughs> we have you on specifically for hey, Yelp. Yelp. <laughs> I mean, um, anybody anybody uh, want to take a stab at any other ones? Before Yelp we, is any business. Before we start narrowing down, it's mostly used for restaurants. Yeah, mostly what? restaurants. Open table, that would be. Moving on. Sloth would be what? Goonies fan site? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, give me a website that you just you you go there veg and, you, out and you just veg out and you don't YouTube? do anything. You're close. Twitter, Facebook, Facebook. Um, those are interactive. You actually type stuff sometimes. You Net- can Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sloth, okay. sloth and chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what do you think Twitter is? Considering uh, how. Angry people can get in the social media spaces nowadays. Oh, uh, ang- anger, wrath, wrath. wrath. That's the yeah, one they yeah. got for wrath. Um, greed would be what? Well, you want more money? eBay? No, that's giving up your money. Well, you can sell stuff, I suppose, but mm-hmm. just stock market stuff. Or... They listed it as LinkedIn. Oh, get yourself a job. Oh, okay, there you job. go. Okay, and then we're back into the last two. Envy and Pride are both social media sites. And envy is uh this one is actually I, I had to think about it for a bit and I was like that, that is absolutely perfect that is exactly what exactly what it is because I've heard it remarked I've heard a certain remark a number of times about this website envy envy the one when you're putting pictures up of yourself because everybody's envious of where you're going I don't Instagram know. Yeah. well Instagram's pride that's the oh. other one ah because you're showing off so which ah. one makes 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 you envy other people Facebook. Oh, okay. oh yeah, because you go on there and all you see is everybody's greatest hits. Yeah, you yeah. Never, those you are never, interchangeable. You never though. see you their could, bad. You could, yeah, you could, you could flip, flip that. Yeah, because I was thinking Facebook for sure pride. But the point being that you know they always I've heard the comment made many times that you know, like when you go on Facebook, remember that all those people that are posting all these great things right. also have really bad days. Too. Right. They just you're don't just, post that stuff. Just, yeah, they don't put that up there. You're just seeing their greatest hits. Right. Meanwhile, you are, you know, dealing with your crap <laughs> plenty, and you're not necessarily uh, posting any of that stuff. Oh, boy. There you go. Anything else? What do we got? What do we want to do? Are we done? Larry, did are you have rolling? anything else? I don't think so. Kevin question? Sure. 64 question. Is it okay to talk to your friend throughout an entire concert? No. 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 Larry, thank you for joining Done. us on the episode. <laughs> thank you for swinging by. We appreciate it. It's great to be here. <laughs> great to answer that Kevin question. Definitively, uh, no. Do we want to hear his story? No. Oh, but he bothered to write it. But we just we just had a great moment, Mike. <laughs> we all three said no. I thanked him. I was going to tell him where we could find us. We were going to do the outro, and we were going to be gone. But you wanted to li- we want to listen to his story. Fine, let's listen to Kevin's story. <laughs> Kevin, you're welcome. Go. Kevin, if you're listening, uh, you know who's on your side. <laughs> we were in the row behind a girl talking to her boy. Well, this is the whole. Th- this came up already, didn't it? Didn't somebody bring this up? I don't know. You haven't read the thing yet. This was talking talking during. This came up before, and somebody told us that Kevin Kurt told us that Kevin was gonna maybe 
Anyway, um, we were in a row behind a girl talking to her boyfriend through an entire Weird Al concert. Oh, because that's not your. I mean, talk about like putting on a show. Yeah. I mean, you need all your senses mm-hmm. to to appreciate Weird Al, right? Yeah, that's why all three of us said no. Continue. The concert was loud <laughs> enough that we couldn't hear her, so she was not disturbing us other than the fact that I could tell her boyfriend was annoyed. <laughs> so the annoying thing was the annoyed boyfriend. That's awesome. <laughs> Should I have said something to help him out? I could tell he wanted her to shut up so he could enjoy the show. But he knew if he said anything, he'd never get bedtime funds again. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Okay, sure. Okay, the answer yes. the answer's still no. As long as it's not bothering you, you don't say anything. For the record? That's his thing. Well, you know what? Since he gave us he provided a little story of somebody talking at an inappropriate time, I would like to tell my story of talking okay. of someone talking at an inappropriate time. See how time. this works out to your advantage? Yeah. Well I had to twist it around this way to make it happen. Now was I'm gonna it me? I'm gonna end was up. It me? Who was no, it was not you. Okay. <laughs> this was back when I lived in Milwaukee. I went to see um, the Hills Have Eyes, the remake okay. from 15 ish years ago um, with some friends and uh, some friends of theirs. And we were in the back of the theater, literally back row, watching the movie. And one of the friends of the friend, who I never met before, who I did not know, um, decided that he was going to play Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, no. From the back of the theater. So everybody was in front of him. So there wasn't even people back behind him who weren't going to be able to hear him. Everybody had to listen. To everybody, this. well, within, you know, however far his voice carried. Oh, he didn't the shout? <laughs> no, it was loud enough. That... I was seven seats, six or seven seats away from him, and I heard it. Yeah. And he went on and decided to like make his little jokes and make his little jokes. And make were they funny? Jokes and he kept going. And no, they were not funny. No. And he kept going and he kept going and he kept going and nobody said anything. And about 15 minutes into the movie, I stood up, looked at him and said in this tone and this volume, shut the f*** up. <laughs> People cheered. Yay, <laughs> We didn't talk after the movie. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't become one of your friends then. <laughs> no. I don't even remember his name. Well, he wasn't really your friend. He was a friend of he a friend. He was a friend of a friend. Right. He, anyway. He was a d- douchebag of somebody that you should have questioned Sounds whether like or not it. you wanted them to be your friend if everybody they were going to associate with everybody, that kind of person. Everybody makes a poor decision at some point That's in true. their life, Mike. That's <laughs> what made this podcast happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like that guy dating that girl at the yeah. Weird Al concert. So, Larry. Yes. Once again, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was always, as always, a, a pleasure, gentlemen. A pleasure. Always a pleasure. A pleasure. <laughs> Mike, where can they find well, us? Is it a delight? <laughs> it is a delight. And a pleasure. Uh, and it is the afternoon, so it is an afternoon delight. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to go get some Swedish meatballs. <laughs> Mike, where can they find us? Made of turkey? Sure. They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to uh, nerdburgergames.com to see what's going on with the game stuff, including multiple updates on Project Thunderhawk. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Really? I just closed that. Where's the... There it is. <laughs> and uh, you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to purchase uh, other game stuff that I've made. Um, in a couple of weeks, I will be at the uh, uh, Southern Fried Gaming Expo 
if you like uh, old school pinball and console games, and then also your board games and your tabletop and your role playing games and all that card, you know, dice games and all that stuff. Come, cool. come see that. Go back to epi- episode two sixty seven and Southern listen to Fried us talk Game about Expo that with Dave. It's ah. the second weekend of June. Where is it? Near Perimeter. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's that. All right, and Larry, what? Uh, you have a new menu. We do have a new menu. At Barley Garden? We do, yeah. Do you have Swedish meatballs? No. We have Turkish meatballs. Nice! <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> oh, crushed. We have, we have no meatballs. Crushed. No I, meatballs. I didn't think my Swedish meatball world could be crushed more. Can you entice us with something on the new menu that everybody should go eat? Uh, the whole thing. It's delicious. <laughs> we have numerous burgers now. Oh, okay. And but not just one. Dog. <laughs> Yes. Well, this is America. You don't have just one burger on your like menu. We have a oh, yeah. regular burger and a brat burger. Ooh, and you can get like, different, yeah, different see, toppings See, that was what I was looking for That's was brat burger. Okay. Yeah, the two Wisconsinites uh, in the room. Does it have sour, <laughs> sauerkraut on it? You can put sauerkraut on it. Yeah. Okay, great. Just come on down for the brat burger. <laughs> we also have a brat, 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 actual brat. Just an actual brat. Yes. Yeah. Well, I would like one of each, please. Okay. <laughs> you can do that at Barley Garden. Are they, John- are they Johnsonville? Can I no. have? No. Can, I, can, I have a, can I have? Can I have a brat burger topped with a brat? <laughs> yeah, we can figure that out. <laughs> take the burger, take the bun off the burger, put the whole brat in the, in the hot dog bun on top, and then put the bun back on top. Got the it. sauerkraut. I'm on it. And mustard <laughs> on a pretzel bun. We got beer mustard. <laughs> oh, now I'm hungry. We got rid of the pretzel buns. Oh. The wall, they didn't have salt on them anyway, Man. so, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So go go eat the Broad Burger. Yeah, do that. Thank you for listening to Broad Burger. <laughs> episode 200, <or> episode one. One, 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 one. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig have to decide whether to kill five Nerdburger regular guests or just one. <laughs> That's an easy choice, right? You just kill the one, because that means I only have to find one more new guest. Now, what if we know who the guests are? The five are Ando, Ray, Matthew, Lisa, and James, and the one is Larry. No! Larry, what do you think we should do? I guess you have to kill me. <laughs> Taking one for the show. <laughs> You're a better friend than I will ever be. You're a better person than anyone will ever be. I figure I'm about dead anyway, so whatever. <laughs> all your best years are behind you. Exactly. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> hey, 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 listeners who are 25, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> but don't worry, you can still medal in the Leisure Olympics. <laughs> Absolutely. Ha, ha, ha.